you guys and welcome to The Secret Place. I am your host, Rachel Anderson, and together in this podcast, we will be pursuing a relationship with Jesus together. Go ahead and pause this episode and go before the Lord in prayer as we prepare to spend time with Him in The Secret Place. Hello, you guys. Welcome to The Secret Place. This is Season 2, Episode 7. I'm super excited to be recording this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about forgiveness, healing, and community, and shame. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right on into this. So, I'm not sure if you follow me on Instagram, but if you do, you may have seen the reel where I talk about um, shame and just forgiveness. And I mentioned that a lot of times when people confess their sins to God and they ask for forgiveness, sometimes they don't feel like God has forgiven them. And sometimes we can fall into this pit of feeling shameful and guilty and like God just hasn't forgiven us and that we just have this burden and this weight still on us. And I kind of went into some scriptures, which I'm going to reread here in this podcast. The first one being 1 John 1 verse 9. And it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So this is showing us that once we confess our sins to God, he purifies us. He makes us new. And he purifies us from all of our unrighteousness, so he has forgiven us. And I'm going to show you other scriptures where it talks about this too. In Micah 7 verse 19, it says, You will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl our iniquities into the depths of the sea. In Psalms 103 verse 12, it says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. We have this vertical aspect of a relationship with God. It's us talking to him. We literally get to be in communication with him. And when we go back to 1 John 1, 9, and it talks about us confessing our sins to God and how he'll forgive us and purify us from all unrighteousness, I want to encourage you that if you have confessed your sins to God and you have repented of what you have done, he's forgiven you because his grace is sufficient He never convicts us to lead us to shame, but he convicts us to lead us to repentance, to find freedom. The enemy is the one that wants us to be trapped in this shame and in this guilt and in this heaviness feeling as if God has not forgiven us. But that is something the enemy has put on you. And so I want to encourage you that if you have confessed to God and you have asked for his forgiveness and truly have a heart of repentance, he has forgiven you. So when we confess our sins to God, we receive forgiveness. But the Bible also talks about confessing our sins to one another. And in James 5 verse uh, 16, in James 5 verse 16, it says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. In Galatians 6.2, it says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Matthew 18, verse 20 says, For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. And then in Proverbs 27.17, it says, As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. I share all these verses just to show what the Bible says about community and just how important it is 
going back to first, uh, not first James, <laughs> there is no first James, going back to James 5, 16, when it talks about how there is healing when there's confessing in community, that is so important because God heals in community. And this is something that I have been learning so much the past two years. On Instagram a little while back, I saw this quote from Life Church, and it says this, We don't heal in isolation. We heal in community. We heal with the people of God. And just thinking about this quote, the devil really likes to isolate us, doesn't he? He likes us to believe sometimes that we are the only one who's ever been mistreated, that we're the only one going through this struggle, that we're the only one who's depressed or has suicidal thoughts. He likes to isolate us and make us feel so alone because he wants to bind us in this silence because he knows that once we go out and we search for community and we go out in the to the community with the people of God and we confess what is going on in our lives and what we are struggling with, the enemy knows that there is freedom in confession. He knows that once we confess what is happening in our lives and what we're feeling, that God will bring healing, healing from that confession. And God will use the people in our community that he's placed in our lives to be the hands and feet and the mouthpiece of that healing. And sometimes, instead of going to trusted people, we keep silent for fear of judgment, for fear of being looked at different, for fear of feeling weak. And if we think about that, the common theme is fear. And God says that fear is not from him. Fear is from the enemy because Jesus is love and there's no fear in love. This is something that I'm so passionate about because last year, my life looked completely different. And God has completely turned me around. My life last year, especially during the fall semester, was not walking with God. I was walking in the flesh and I was wrestling with the spirit. But God has done such a work in my heart over this past year. And now I am finally back to wrestling with the flesh, but walking in the spirit. And that is so different and it's so beautiful because yes, when we're wrestling with the flesh, it is so hard, it's difficult, but we're walking with the spirit. And so God gives us that strength to keep going. He gives us that peace that we need. He is the provider and the sustainer. And if we're walking with the spirit, we can have open hands and receive what he wants to give us. But if we're walking in the flesh and wrestling with the spirit, that is completely different. We don't have any peace whatsoever. It's hard to even fathom having any type of joy because those are things that God offers us, not the world. And if we're walking in the flesh and we're walking in worldly ways and worldly things, then we can't receive that peace that God wants to give us. It's like this blockade. If you go back to a few episodes and listen to my episode on counseling, I kind of dive in to a little bit of what I went through during last fall semester and just why I fell so far from God for like those three or four months and just how God completely changed my life back around. But the reason why I mention this is because I had asked God to forgive me back in January for where I had gotten in that fall semester last year. And he did. He forgave me and he made me this new person again. And he refined me so much through that. But 
when this fall semester was coming around, I got all this fear and I was like, I don't want to end up back where I was. And I just kept saying that over and over again. I don't want to repeat. I don't want to repeat. And the enemy started locking me into this fear and locking me into this shame and locking me into this guilt. But God had to remind me saying, Rachel, I've already freed you from that. I've already broken those chains and you have this fear that you're going to get rebound. Well, the only reason why I would get rebound is if I picked those chains back up again and binded myself. And God reminded me that last fall semester, I did things on my own. I took things into my own hands. But then he reminded me that this is different because I'm walking with him. And he has forgiven me and he has given me this freedom. And so I just pray that you guys would find this freedom too. That you would see the beauty in being able to wrestle with the flesh and walk in the spirit and experience all that God has to offer you. I'm going to pray for you guys really quick and just try and ignore the noise that's going on upstairs. We've got some people up there. Dear God, I just want to thank you for these people's lives. God, thank you for bringing them to this podcast episode and just allowing them to hear your word. Father, I just pray that there would be healing. Father, I pray that you would remove all fear and anxiety that the enemy wants to hold them in. God, I pray that once they that once they come to you and ask for forgiveness, the true heart of repentance, Father, I pray that they would feel this freedom knowing that you have forgiven them, Father, and knowing their sin is as far as the east is from the west, that you toss their transgressions into the sea. God, I pray that they would have this sense of freedom, Father. And I pray that whatever has impacted them, Father, negatively, God, if they've been through a really hard situation or have had words said of condemnation over them, God, I pray that they would open up to their community and that you just bring healing, Father, healing over their hearts and healing over their minds, Father, that you would use trusted people in their life and in their community to speak truth over them, God. God, I thank you for their lives, and I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your character. I thank you for the values that you hold, God. Thank you for everything that you've done for us, Father. In your holy and precious name, amen. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. It really means a lot to me. I pray that it impacted you in some way, and just that this week you'd go before the Lord in his presence and spend time with him in the secret place. If you would like to follow The Secret Place podcast on Instagram, the Instagram handle is thesecretplace underscore podcast. Thanks again, you guys, and I just pray that you know that you are so loved, cherished, and valued.